1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get into it, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Mike Dawkins with BNY Mellon Wealth Management.
0: Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Welcome, Lee. It's a a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to at BNY. Tell us a little bit about uh, your work. How are you serving folks?
0: Sure, absolutely. So first of all, again, I want to thank you again for this opportunity, Lee. So we work with high net worth individuals and families and some institutions like endowments and foundations. But we really are in a unique position because we're able to kind of partner with them to really help them achieve successfully their aspirations. So it's a really, uh, you know, kind of uh, really fulfilling opportunity that we have with those clients and prospects.
1: So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this line of work?
0: Sure. It actually started when I was relatively younger in high school, taking an economics class. At the time, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but at the time it was kind of in the late 80s. And there was a gentleman named Michael Milken who was working on Wall Street at the time for a junk bond firm. And I think I saw that he'd made like a significant bonus one year for bonus. And I figured like, hey, that would be a pretty neat thing to be able to do. And then from there, just kind of through my coursework and also opportunities and working, really developed a genuine passion for wealth management, investment management and helping individuals and families.
1: Now, what led you to BNY? Why did you take that route as opposed to maybe a boutique firm or any of the other firms out there?
0: Right. So I started, I've been in the business about 30 plus years. So I've been in multiple platforms and I started out with a large bank trust company in Florida and then moved to a broker dealer and also an investment manager. And really the reason that I came to BNY Mellon Wealth Management in 2010 was uh, the platform. Uh, It's a fiduciary platform. And I think it also allows us to focus directly on clients and their advisors. Versus some of the other platforms, and I just like the way it was really set up, where we could focus on you know serving the clients and also uh, collaborating with them and their advisors.
1: Now, where do you see the opportunity in leading Atlanta's market? Like, where where do you see maybe uh, opportunity that hasn't been leveraged just yet?
0: So I think Atlanta is a unique market because it's a very dynamic market. Clearly, there's a lot of individuals. There's a lot of corporations that are coming here. So there's a lot of wealth that's being created. I think it's also a very dynamic environment. There's a lot of colleges and universities. So I think there's a lot of uh, whether it's uh, healthcare care or technology. I think there's a lot of interest in the area. The relative cost of living, I think, is very competitive. So we're seeing a lot of those opportunities, whether it's entertainment, whether, again, it's technology or other industries, I think Atlanta is a very good market for that. And actually, in our market, uh, Lee, we service not only Atlanta, but we service Alabama, Mississippi, uh, North and South Carolina, and Tennessee. Uh, but most of our business is in and around Atlanta. Uh, and we've just seen a lot of growth in that. And with that, kind of a lot of needs for individuals for uh, whether it's planning for retirement, whether it's planning for uh, a deal that's going to be transpiring or just, you know, building out their advisor team uh, with somebody that can help them out.
1: Now, as part of the role of an advisor on your team, uh, somebody that is just worried about the wealth of the client or would they be involved in maybe connecting them with somebody that might help uh, them expand their business or exit if they were ready to exit, like where does kind of the lines drawn when it comes to the advisors on your team, you know, because it seems like uh, one of your clients might have a variety of needs that involve trusted advisors that hopefully would be able to work together.
0: No, absolutely. And I think where we see a lot of opportunities, Lee, is uh, with our platform, it's a fiduciary platform, but we definitely welcome collaboration uh, with clients, uh, prospective clients and their advisor team. Uh, I think that's one of the strengths and the benefits. Uh, Usually that can be any number of things. As as I said before, we're fortunate enough to, you know, be able to work with clients uh, and prospective clients on their aspirations. So that could be Uh, financial, that could be personal or family, or charitable or philanthropic. Um, So really across a number of different needs, whether it's building out a business, uh, whether it is kind of transferring wealth, uh, whether it is, you know, making sure that things are being managed tax efficiently. Um, We have a lot of resources uh, within our firm, but we also work very well collaboratively with the other advisors that those individuals have. So it really runs the gamut from if an individual just wants to focus primarily on, um, you know, preserving wealth or building wealth, uh, we can definitely do that. However, we feel that uh, our prospective clients are best served when we really take a holistic approach and look across. Uh, there's really about five key drivers uh, that we've, um, you know, really want to focus on in managing their overall wealth picture, and not just investments. Uh, but those are invest, spend, borrow, manage, and protect. So we really have team members that are able to address uh, all of those needs, in addition to working with their other advisors.
1: Now, is your ideal client somebody that are has already accumulated wealth? Are they growing wealth? Are they, um, you know, are do they have an advisor right now that you hope they switch to you? Like, like where are they at in their uh, journey?
0: So, so, for for a lot of our opportunities, uh, we do see individuals because. Uh, Our minimum typically starts at around 10 million in total client balances, Uh, but our sweet spot is really about 25 to 250 million. And we definitely have opportunities that scale uh, higher than that. Uh, But Lee, a lot of those individuals, they've built out a successful business, they've built out a successful balance sheet. So they have a team in place uh, that's helped them do that. Um, We come along and partner with them uh, to identify, again, what their long term goals and objectives are and work with those current advisors that they currently have on their team, or we can make recommendations with partners that we have worked uh, with uh, mutual clients on. Uh, But it really is, uh, again, it could be financial. It could be from a uh, planning and what's the most uh, effective way to uh, transfer wealth uh, or um, they have an interest in the community or a philanthropic endeavor. Um. So we really, you know, not only just focus on investments, but really kind of talk about what is the overall picture and what they're trying to accomplish, uh, and, and really, you know, develop team members that can work with them along those lines.
1: Speaking of team members, what is it right now? Are you do you have your team already for the Atlanta and the region, or is this something that you are looking to hire?
0: So, so, Lee, we, we're always looking um, to, because we, we are growing our, our practice, uh, we've been fortunate at, that the Atlanta market uh, is a very successful market. Um, so we're always looking for great team members to add. Uh, we've got about 45 current team members, and typically the roles run from um, you know individuals who originate business opportunities to uh, most of the team members uh, are client service um, so, whether that is a, a portfolio manager, whether that is a portfolio officer who works along with a portfolio manager, uh, private bankers, fiduciary or planning specialists. Um, so, it really has been uh, a, a blessing for us to have the growth that we've had because we've, we've been able to add a lot of great new team members uh, to help service the clients because, as you can imagine, and looking across uh, all of the five facets of, you know, what really is going to be a key driver of their wealth. Uh, it takes, you know, multiple team members, uh, and we have to have a lot of bandwidth to engage with all of their advisors. Um, so it's a very uh, kind of custom approach, uh, and we're always looking for great team members to add to that.
1: Now, when you're onboarding a new client, what does that look like, and what would, like, the first year of interacting with you and your team look like for a new client?
0: right so the the onboarding process is um you know the goal of it is to you know make it as seamless uh and transparent as possible so what we usually do is when we are engaging with a prospective client uh, we will ask questions about again what their long-term goals and objectives are we'll find out who their current advisors are we will uh, map out a strategy uh, or a plan for making a transition Uh, It typically is a turnkey process. Uh, I believe that's where the different team members come in. Uh, The team members who focus on originating business opportunities, um, that's essentially what they primarily do. And then like the portfolio managers, the private bankers, um, their main goal is to really collaborate with other partners and service those. So the onboarding process uh, involves all the team members. Uh, and each one has different roles. Typically, it's the um, the business development individuals that are, you know, making sure that the transition, all the assets come over smoothly, uh, will engage the fiduciary or the trust and estate planning individuals if there's trusts involved. Uh, but really, all the team members are involved in making a successful transition. And then during that first year, we typically see you know three or four client meetings. It can be more or less depending on uh, the specific client. Uh, it's really kind of dictated by what they want in the relationship. Uh, we really let our clients define success, uh, not us. Um, so it, it is really uh, a very uh, kind of tailored and custom approach to what they want to see. But there's a lot of contact, uh, you know, usually in that first year and in the second yearly, and then uh, usually. Uh, it, it drops off to maybe same semi-annual or annual meetings. Um, but throughout the process, um, you know, their advisors uh, and our team are, you know, in constant communication with what's happening.
1: Now, um, what percentage of the work of your team is with a, a client that maybe just exited their business?
0: That, that, that's a significant amount, uh, because, again, through. Uh, this market in, in Atlanta, uh, there's a lot of opportunities, uh, you know, kind of first generation wealth or opportunities for liquidity events. So we do see a significant number of our opportunities uh, that are coming from business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, they tend to not only uh, maybe have a successful practice uh, but they also continue to, uh, go back in or reinvest in that, uh, and continue to have other opportunities. Um, so we do see a significant number of our opportunities, uh, stem from business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, they continue to, you know, want to have a foundational piece and manage their wealth, but also make sure that it's integrated with their trust and state planning and, and also with, uh, you know, wealth transfer strategies to ensure that, you know, their legacy continues on.
1: But I would imagine that they'd probably be best served if they are going to partner with you moving forward. It would probably be better to get you involved prior to that exit, uh, right? That liquidity moment.
0: That is absolutely right, Lee. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot more opportunities uh, for pre transaction planning uh, before those um, you know deals get signed. Um, so uh, again, coming to us in, in those early stages allows us the most flexibility. Uh, as far as structures, as far as being able to do it tax efficiently. Uh, after the transaction, there's still some opportunities, uh, but definitely you get um, you know the most benefit from doing that uh, prior to a transaction. So I'd say definitely if uh, somebody is close to that or uh, even considering selling their business, uh, we have a lot of resources to help navigate that.
1: So... Um even though their wealth might be tied up in their business, you'd still be willing to talk to a person, um, you know, a few years prior in order to make that transition as seamless and as uh, tax efficient as possible?
0: We do, Lee. And I think if you look at, um, you know, the longevity of our organization. So, you know, we were founded uh, in 1784 by Alexander Hamilton. So if you just kind of think of, you know, all of the market environments that have happened since then, you know, whether it's Uh, You know, high inflation, uh, political, um, you know, kind of turmoil, volatility in the markets. You know, our organization and our advisors have been working and advising clients successfully and helping them navigate this for, you know, really 230 plus years. Um, So at all those stages, uh, again, some uh, may have already had a liquidity event, uh, but we really welcome a discussion and an opportunity um, if they are just kind of forming that or starting that out.
1: And do you have any advice you would give um, folks right now that are um, in order to take advantage of the current situation we're in now regarding um, growing a business or maybe investing in startups? Is there something in Atlanta or the region that you think is an opportunity?
0: I would say, Lee, that I think they should make sure that um, their team, uh, that they are utilizing or if they are considering partnering with the team, uh, just make sure that team is looking at things comprehensively uh, and also not just looking at the risks, but also looking at opportunities that can stem from that. Uh, I know like several years ago when interest rates were very low, um, that was a challenge for some parts of the portfolio. If you were buying like, you know, municipal bonds or taxable bonds, but that also created opportunities to borrow at a low cost uh, to maybe expand operations. Uh, many of our clients have utilized their portfolios to, uh, you know, start like a family bank concept uh, where they are actually becoming the bank uh, for opportunities for business ventures. Um, so I would say make sure that um, with volatility, with risk, uh, there also comes opportunity. So just kind of make sure that you're advising your team. are looking at uh, not only the assets, but the balance sheet uh, and also taking a, you know, very long term and strategic approach to, uh, you know, business opportunities. And, and again, the efficient transfer of wealth.
1: Well, if somebody wants to learn more, have more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, or maybe is interested in a uh, career, a shift to uh, you guys, what is the website? What is the best way to connect?
0: Sure. So the website is bnymelonwealth.com. From there, you can go to the About Us, and it shows the locations, uh, not only for Atlanta, but around the country. And, Lee, I'm going to also give you my direct information, or the listeners can contact me directly. Uh, the email is Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, period, Dawkins, D-A-W-K-I-N-S, at bny com, And my number is six seven eight five three eight two zero one
1: nine. Well, Mike, congratulations on all the success, and thank you so much for sharing your story today.
0: Well, thank you, Lee. And I definitely appreciate the opportunity and I enjoy your program.
1: All right. Uh, You're doing important work and we appreciate you. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.